Welcome to Solidarity Wyoming. I'm Matt, and I'm recording this at Solidarity Collective just outside of Laramie. So just in the last couple of weeks, Wyoming held a special legislative session to fight federal vaccination policies, and almost nothing happened. Brendan Lachance reported that 20 pieces of legislation were proposed with 20 identical mirror bills in the opposite chamber for introduction, and one bill was passed during the special session. HB 1002, authorizing the state attorney general to sue the Biden administration, which along with other states, Wyoming did. Lachance also quotes Natrona County Senator and failed U.S. House candidate Chuck Gray as saying that Gray was disappointed in the legislature. Gray called the federal mandates totally unconstitutional, wrong, and disgraceful. Since before it even began, critics of the special session pointed to, among other things, the session's overall cost. It turns out the costs exceeded original estimates. According to Victoria Evis at the Casper Star Tribune, the special legislative session cost taxpayers about $8,000 more than originally projected, about $33,000 a day. Under the original estimate, the total session would have cost about $175,000, but after all was said and done, it cost taxpayers more than $233,000, excluding security. Over at Wyofile, Angus Thurmer writes that Governor Gordon thanked lawmakers for the special session, but stopped short of congratulating them at the conclusion. Governor Gordon said, Your comprehensive debate shed light on the complicated issue of states' rights and highlighted some particular challenges we face when addressing policies around this pandemic. And last Wednesday here in Laramie, after the special legislative session closed, a session which attempted and failed to ban school boards from enforcing masking mandates, the Albany County School Board voted an overwhelming 7-1 to one in favor of extending its mask mandates for schools in the county, which some Republicans in the legislature, again, think school boards should not have the right to do. The divide between those far-right officials in the legislature and local governments in Wyoming seems to be sharpening. In a moment, you'll hear the discussion a couple of us, me and a Solidarity House team member who calls himself Antifa uh, on the podcast, we'll talk about the special session and what it says about the true state of political alignment in Wyoming and the bleak vision the far right has for the state. They like hierarchies and their ability to limit public health responses to COVID is about more than just being scientifically ignorant. It's about taking the public out of public health. Although there's been some great reporting on the futility and the hubris of the special session, there hasn't been a lot of discussion on this from a socioeconomic and social justice perspective. That's where we come in. We're Solidarity House, the media department at Solidarity Collective, and we're inviting all of you to join us as we discuss Wyoming issues from a systemic, unapologetically anti-capitalist point of view. You can join in by commenting on the social media links for this episode on our Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram accounts. And you can also join us on an episode if you've got a perspective to bring to the table. And please support us at patreon.com slash solidarityhouse. For $5 or more a month, you can help us continue to be 
a multifaceted resource for political activism in Wyoming and the Intermountain West. That's patreon.com slash Solidarity House. Now, here is the discussion between Antifa and myself. Our discussion actually begins with us talking about my recent rather clumsy and inaccurate doxing by Turning Point USA, where I was misidentified as living in the fictional town of Laramie, West Virginia. You got doxed by TPUSA? That's why I go by Antifa. I have no comment at this time. No, I... I like to think that there's no such thing as bad publicity. I think it's great publicity, especially since they just showed themselves to be complete fucking idiots. <laughs> it was uncanny to me. They uh, uh, they had an accurate photo of you. Laramie, West Virginia. I mean, so go with me here for a moment. You know one? who would not know the difference? You would not know where Laramie was? Someone who didn't live here. Right. Someone who didn't live in the United States, right? Right. Everyone else knows where Laramie is, right? Or maybe not, but you can also like and get online. You can get online, yeah. but maybe you don't know the difference between a Y and a V because you live somewhere else. You're from somewhere else. Right. And you're being subcontracted for like some shitty rate uh, to do to dox people. So it was Russians. I I don't want to say that it was Russians. I'm struck by the boldness and unapologetic nature of Wyoming media uh, right now about how colossally bad and ill-conceived and nothing burger uh, this special session was. Uh, it, like, it seems like there are multiple... Uh, you know, media outlets in Wyoming editorializing and also accurately reporting and calling it what it is, uh, which is this colossal, you know, failure that nothing really happened. It was frustrating. This, uh, this was a, a, this was a loss, a big L. Um, And I think that it's important that we say that, but I also think that um, it's a double loss actually, or it's a loss in two ways because uh, it also, in addition to them not actually doing anything, they're all, they also proved that they don't have the base that we assume that they have. And they don't have the power that everyone thinks they have. And by they, I mean the right wing of the Wyoming GOP. I think that, that been we've been, we, we've been taught this or this, this been this narrative in the last, especially in the last several years as you know, the, the, legislation and other things has moved to the right um that you know this is sort of the trajectory of the wyoming gop because it represents the majority of what wyomingites want and i think that's utter bullshit i do not think that the majority of wyomingites wanted the things that were being uh um peddled in the legislative session i agree And I think that's an important thing to find out, as the GOP showed themselves to be just as ineffectual uh, as they claim the the Democrats are. And the GOP had no fucking clue what they were doing when they got there. They thought they could scream a whole bunch of bills into existence, like there was some sort of a school board meeting, and that then all of a sudden this would happen. Uh, And it just turned out to be that case. And what I find most amusing and interesting is the small businesses and the business folk that don't you dare 
fuck with a small business that's in their person's mind. I mean, that's why Democrats supposedly lose is because everybody wants the ability to tell their boss to fuck off. So don't mess with small business. And then all these, these small businesses are like, hey, uh, no, I need stability. I need to be able to have these things. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose employees because they don't want to work with somebody who's unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. And that's the other side of this coin is that there are, the, the majority of people in the country are vaccinated. Yeah. And while Wyoming still is lagging as a, as a vaccinated area, I believe that the, probably what, at least half of the state now. I have recently seen information where across the board, our numbers, our COVID numbers are going down. Deaths and hospitalizations and infections all going down. And I think that is further proof that most Wyomingites are not about what was going on in Cheyenne in the special session. I I absolutely agree. And, you know, that's the part of this that I don't, I hear a lot of rights talk coming from the right by rights talk, I mean, this is my liberty, it's my individual choice in this. I don't hear any responsibility talk coming from the right wing. That, you know, you usually just hear that mostly, I guess, from the left, is that you have a responsibility as a member of a community to look out for the people around you. That's what mm-hmm. it means to be in a community. So the legislature failed because, uh, for a couple of reasons, and I think one of them was that its extremist, its extremist wing tried to create an identity called the unvaccinated. And this actually is something that was they got called on in session uh, by other legislators, I'm assuming from both parties, when, you know, you have the, the rhetoric that's being used, you know, to to discern legislative intent because they're saying it right in the special session, comparing it to racial discrimination, comparing it to Nazism and and death camps, you know. So it's this anti-vax rhetoric that this wing of the Wyoming GOP uh, wants to elevate to this kind of identity um, and and that and that's failed that ultimately failed now why did it fail because again that wing of the party is not as powerful in the state as everyone thinks they are it's almost as if not really trying to create a new identity they wanted to create a new protected class mm-hmm. under the civil rights act i mean that's nobody said that yeah as i was reading it's like you just want this to be a protected class and it just made me think wait a second I thought you were the party that said that we shouldn't have to put up for the choice that gay people make to be gay. Mm-hmm. If they choose to be gay, then that's, that's their problem. They don't deserve any special protections. And here they are saying there's this class of people who are choosing not to get vaccinated. It's their choice, and we have to protect and respect their choice, whereas we don't have to... And I don't think gay people choose to be gay, but that's not a, that's not the conversation I'm having here. Mm-hmm. Is their their logic was completely contradictory to their logic around, uh, you know, gay rights? Is that that's a choice? Mm-hmm. We don't have to respect that choice. We don't have to enforce that choice. Here we have people who are actually making an overt choice not to be vaccinated, and then they're claiming that we need to respect that choice. And not only do we need to respect that choice, we have to legislate to enforce other people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a complete And they can only do that by creating some sort of layer of protection that 
we've never had, you know, and and that doesn't exist constitutionally or anything, you know, anything else. And and it's like, look, uh, you know, I mean, I think that what we also have to, you know, keep in mind is that there are, you know, that that all of these all of these laws or I mean, I'm sorry, all of these vaccine mandates uh, contain provisions where people can opt out and instead choose to be tested uh and oh but that's intrusive too right and so there's in in this and this of course is also the way that um it's not like other kinds of discrimination um because it involves like if in the case of a worker, you know, vaccination mandate, you know, it involves, you know, something that is then part of your job to do. Right. And so, yeah. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. Um, um, so the second thing that the second reason I think the legislature failed was uh, as. Oh, I already said that, though. Uh, I said the legislature failed because the far right of the Wyoming GOP is not as powerful as everyone thinks it is. And I'm thinking, too, about uh, you can see some evidence about that with the this contest, uh, this clown show contest to see who will challenge Liz Cheney next year, (laughs) Uh, which finally lands on, you know, possibly the most uh, uniquely Wyoming uh, candidate of all of these clowns is Harriet Hageman. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm, we are not saying that, that, um, is that Ms. Hageman eats babies, uh, only that in many of her photos, she looks like she wants to eat a baby. She, she's yeah. That, or she's looking at a baby and thinking about how it would taste with some barbecue sauce. Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> it might not be a baby. It might be a small animal. I don't, we don't know. Um, these other candidates, uh, Bouchard, uh, 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 Chuck Gray, um, who, who <laughs> I tweeted the other day, a, a contingent of Chuck Gray supporters is called Chuck Gray's family. <laughs> uh, anyway, oh, oh, and I wanted to also, uh, I also wanted to sh- give a, a kind of ironic shout out. Well, no, not even ironic. I think that so there's two angles that the that the um, Wyoming media has. One is that it was that the YOGOP shit the bed in having this legislative, this special legislative session. They completely shit the bed. Uh, the other is, but they worked hard, right? And so this is where we were t- talking about this before, and. Uh, so, you know, that's the Oil City News article um, by Brendan Lachance. Uh, leaders say Wyoming legislators worked hard during anti-vax mandate special session. With the Wyoming legislators special session focused on vaccine mandates having concluded, Senate President Dan Dockstetter and Speaker of the House Eric Barlow issued a joint statement on Thursday. One bill that still awaits, I assume no longer awaits, uh, um, the uh, the one bill, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that that uh, was the last bill, I guess, for uh, or the only bill for Mark Gordon 
uh, to sign. I can't even I can't even wrap my head around how how colossal how colossal a failure this was from a <laughs> legislative standpoint, from the standpoint of being legislators. Um, what do legislators do again? Legislate. And that means create, make laws, right? Make laws, yeah. yeah. They write they write bills and then they debate them and then they try to pass them. Right. And in the law. Well, you know what they did really well and worked really hard at in this legislative session is the debate part of that. They debated a lot. Yes. Good for them. Yes. And that's exactly what Governor Mark Gordon said. <laughs> uh, and so, and, the, and, you know, people like uh, Bob Beck and other folks immediately recognized um, that uh, uh, that what Gordon was doing was not praising, you know, not being like good job uh, in terms of the the sort of outcome based criteria of w- with which you would judge elected officials normally. Instead, he was praising them for raising these issues and having a debate about it, which is the weakest and faintest of praises that you can imagine damning with faint praise i believe yeah. is the is the phrase that's used and yeah he summed that up pretty well and it's like that's what at a minimum a legislative body is expected to do is to debate bills it is a participation trophy yes <laughs> uh the joint statement of doc Stetter and barlow uh which sounds like undertakers uh, um, uh, through through this special session's enacted legislation, the legislature has provided the governor and the Wyoming attorney general with the guidance and resources to further address the federal COVID-19 vaccines in the courts. And so that is the thing that came out of, yes. of the special We're session. We're going to waste $4 million suing the federal government for a vaccine mandate that isn't even really a vaccine mandate. What if, you know, the special session had actually had this, you know, really good discussion? Uh, and, and, and in some ways, I think that that some of the moderate Republican voices, if you want to call them moderate Republicans, I mean, they would still, you know, they still, you know, are, are don't really have policies that are going to help people like you and me. Uh, but they're moderates. And and they pointed out a lot of these legal issues. For example, um, when uh, you have to carve out exceptions for things like hospitals and other uh, uh, and any facility basically that is funded by the federal government or funded even in part by the federal government. And uh, these are also the voices uh, that, uh, you know, that we could call the Wyoming's political center. Maybe there is a there is this sort of loose political center, which is still really fucking far to the right, but is, you know, moderate saying, hey, we get a lot of money from the federal government and real people will suffer uh, because of that. And that's another reason. That's yet another reason why uh, I think the special session failed, because uh, the, the legislators just ran up into too many instances where trying to do something just to take a symbolic stand uh, would run into the like daily lives and functioning of government uh, and of people's lives in the state. Absolutely. There would have been a lot of people hurt by this. And I think that they, the, the people in the centerish, as we're calling it, I don't know, I don't know if you can call it the center, um, but yeah, recognize that they were going to run into a bandsaw of, you know, defunding and 
difficulties with certain employers. And let's just ultimately remember that the Republican Party has always claimed to be the party of business. And I was talking to a friend of mine who's a banker. You, uh, we, It's a mutual friend. I think he's know. calling you right now. Yeah, probably right now. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, but the whole point being that the Republicans have been painting this whole issue about business rights and the business, we got to let business do whatever we want. They've painted themselves back into a 40-year corner, mm-hmm. going all the way back to Reagan now. It's like, if you are pro-business then you have no business telling what a business can do. Mm-hmm. And I think that the far right of the of the GOP, um, which is the the MAGA right, frankly, uh, and again, is not as powerful, you know, yet maybe as people think it is, or maybe, you know, it has been pushed back by the moderating influence of, of American liberal politics or something like that. I don't fucking know. Those people, and by which I mean... Uh, the Chuck Grays uh, and the Scott Clems of the Wyoming Republican Party would take us to the direction of a government telling businesses what to do, uh, and that and we know what that is, right? That's you know that's if you're, I mean, I also am in favor of telling businesses what to do, uh, but in a very different way. Like what they're talking about is the same thing that Trump got off on. I can, by authoritarian edict, tell a business what to do. And and I will therefore fix the economy. That's how I will fix the economy. I will strong arm these businesses, right? And so they don't give a fuck, actually. Right. Uh, when push comes to shove, that's what, you know, that's sort of what we, you know, like, this the sort of center, whatever the center is in the in the grand scheme of things, um, relies on you know things like working in a certain way, and when they don't work in a certain way, the far right uh, is willing to say, well then fuck business autonomy, we don't care, um, because we have to strong arm people. That's ultimately what we have. That ties in for me to the real reason that they worked hard, right? They did work hard. Uh, they worked really hard to have this sort of these sort of Moscow trials, right? And uh, the real reason to me that they did that is the same reason why anti-vax and anti-science and anti-public health, which is if you're anti-public health, you're basically anti-health right. because what's if health isn't public, then what is it? But I think the, that that vision, right, is necessary to sustain the kind of empire capitalism that that especially Wyoming politics and or Wyoming right-wing politics relies on. They rely on Wyoming basically being a company town. Yes, one big right? statewide company town. And in order to in order to enforce those kinds of hierarchies, you have to say public health doesn't exist. There is no such thing as public health. Right. Like because if there is some kind of responsibility to one another that cannot be reduced to commerce or your ability to intimidate people, uh, then that, you know, that's, and anything that is not, you know, that I can't either buy from you or beat you up and take it, that anything that I can't do, either of those things, that's socialism. I wanted to also plug in that the as just an example of the, the fact that the moderates won uh, by shutting down like all the legislation. 
um, what is this uh, uh, Tara Nethercott from Cheyenne, who's uh. a, who is a Republican, but, uh, you know, and who gets attacked like viciously and, and, and attacked and uh, verbally assaulted by other members of her party uh, routinely. Uh, and, uh, you know, so she said, we are meddling and making a mess of the laws of this state for business and individuals. Uh, and uh, she is the chairperson uh, of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Um, and, you know, she, she says this in, in floor debate and um, that uh, we should let courts decide constitutionality issues first, uh, you know, which is, you know, it, I mean, again, it's like that's just more management of the company town that's yeah. going on there. And I really think that a lot of the Republicans probably heard from donors, business owners, their, their, mm-hmm. their base. You know, their base isn't the people who work for small business. It's just the people who own business and everybody else can just fuck off. And they said, I don't want this as a business. I want the ability. I, they, they, they disapproved of it on the philosophical level of, once again, you can't tell business what to do. And they may not be wanting to make a mandate at their private business, but they wanted the authority to be able to do that if it became necessary. And they just didn't want the government telling them what to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the whole thing about conservative Republicans. It's, you know, don't tread on me. And here the state was bigfooting all over small businesses. I'm, I had a thought about how I was going to tie in our, uh, our, our spiel about funding our Patreon. Um, and I was going to tie it all together, and it was going to be the perfect concluding thought um, oh, that then coincidentally, like you have nothing to apologize for, it came and went. Well, you know, I, I just, I want to thank the Wyoming Republican Party and the Wyoming State Legislature for this colossal failure, which proved to us ultimately that the right wing is not as in control as we thought it was and as they would have you believe, and that there are indeed voices to the center and to the far left, like Hilarity House, yeah. that are making... Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good one. The that's, argument. That's... That's good. Uh, we are we played a, we played a unique role in this conversation uh, by uh, saying that what really what we really learned um, was that uh, that Chuck Gray and Scott Clem are not really in control uh, of the of the party. Mm-hmm.